we're going to talk about pricing. And what we're going to do is we want you to raise your prices. It's price raise day. Price raise it day. It is not sale day in this house. It is price raise day for you today. Hey, welcome back to Blunt Force Business. I am Brian LaFauci. And I'm Patrick Marino. And today we're going to tell you why you need to raise your prices. Raise your prices. Cut it out. Cut it out. Everyone's afraid. You're not charging enough. Everybody, I, every, every client that I talk to, and we go down this road, you get like, it's almost like you just told them that, you know, they, they got a week to live. They get all scared. They get scared. They get all like, oh, but I'm going to, you know. Someone's going to get upset and sad. I don't know. Well, that's because, I mean, I imagine that if you're out there in the world doing business, what's your number one customer objection? It's almost always price. It's almost always like, well, I don't know if I want to spend that much. Yeah. Like number one, even if they, even if you know they have the money, I don't know if that's where I want to go. Or people like, especially like, I mean, I know like in this area, Mm -hmm. everybody's freaking looking for a deal. Yeah. You know, so it's like it doesn't matter whether they have the money or not. They know that they can get a deal. Yep. And so they're going to try and negotiate for it. I believe if you can sell your concept or product, and if you can do that and get someone to buy it for X, 99% of the time you can get them to buy it for X plus 3%. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. That's why we want people to raise their prices. Yeah. Some, we're giving some great tips on ways to do that, ways to be systematic about it, and just ways to continue. Like, I talk about calendars all the time. I love me a calendar. How does that relate to our raising our prices? Because get it on your calendar every quarter, every six months, every year, whatever. But, like, no more than a year should go by without you having something on your calendar where you do a a, a price evaluation. Right. You know, and, and now I... I Frequently work with people who have not touched their prices for years. Right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely crazy. So don't be crazy. We're going to have you raising your prices once it's over. Raise your prices. Blunt force fact number one, margins matter. Margins matter. Yep. And we're talking about your margins between how much it costs and how much you sell it for. No, this is about butter. Margarines matter. No, that was horrible. That's the worst one ever. Yeah, how, yeah. Your profit margins. Your profit margins, are Matt. And how, right. Let's let's look at it. I'm still, I'm still overcoming the margarine yeah, it's margin. Very bad. It was horrible. It was horrible. So they can't all be gold, Patrick. The, the, the people all be in gold. the production staff really yeah. liked yeah, that. Shannon, one. You, Shannon, you like that one? Margarines matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did it butter you up? Oh. <laughs> I'll be here all day, or at least for the next 23 minutes. So where to start with the margins? If you haven't looked, let's let's not even talk about pricing yet, because we'll get into pricing, because by the end of this, you're going to raise your prices. Let's look at your expenses. Let's just start there. Do an exercise and look at what you are paying for everything across the board in your business and in your personal life. Because if you, if I, we own our business, we take a paycheck or we take a distribution however we pay ourselves and then that pays our personal expenses right so personal expenses matter as well so take your business expenses and your personal expenses and compare them for last year to this year good luck with that exercise if you're not motivated to raise your prices just after doing that exercise right if we if you time stamped this video then you would really have some expense 
eye openers. And I don't think because we're living it, in these 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 times where mm-hmm. we you know we've had inflation, we've had all sorts of things arise that have raised yeah, or we had a lot of um, artificially deflated costs and things like things that were just given to us. You know, I think of like just like stupid things like Ubers and stuff like that. Ubers and DoorDash, right? Yeah, like DoorDash, like three years ago was this amazingly cheap thing. And now, like if you get Door, if you use DoorDash, like say so you have like a Either you're going into clients or mm-hmm. you have a business and people order DoorDash for lunch, they charge to the company. Yep. That freaking DoorDash, this is the this is the That's the That's the, where the, DoorDash the, is going. That's the bell curve on it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's not a bell it's like curve, here's how much you curve. spend every the, second. Yeah. Yep. It is ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous. Yeah, I so love my your kids. Your variable costs are going nuts. Through the roof. Yeah. And and I guarantee you. Never mind the big ones, because the outliers that are there are pretty identifiable. DoorDash is a good one, because it just goes on your card, right? Yeah. It's like, oh. But it's the, you know which ones get you? And add up, it's all those little subscriptions. Think about how many subscriptions your company has to this program or that program, and it's $10 or $20, and then it goes from 20 to 30, but then the other one goes from 30 to 40. And before you know it, it's hundreds of dollars a month, and they, they just, they just, these slow cuts, right. little cut here, little cut there. But now you're going to do that back to your say, The real lesson is that, offer subscriptions where people absolutely. just subscribe and they forget that they're getting it. Uh, absolutely. If yeah. you can find a subscription model as a way into this conversation of of margins matter, the the uh, the frequency with which a customer will cancel over a three percent raise is. Almost non-existent. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah. But getting back to the point that yeah. these margins can be smaller than you think they are based on variable costs is pretty staggering. I know we just did this with um, the supplement company I work with, and uh, it was more of like a, this is this this is really important too. Like if you have like different parts of your company, mm-hmm. right? So you've got like the part of the company that makes the product, the part of the company that. It's responsible for like shipping the product and the part of the company that say sells or markets the product. Yeah, I think sometimes there's a disconnect between those departments, right? And it's like okay, the people that are developing the pricing maybe, or the people that are in charge of, you know, saying hey, we can give you a discount on that, we can give you a discount on that, don't necessarily realize the impact of all those discounts, right? Because right? they don't understand really all the costs that are going into it. You know, and it's like not just the cost. It could be, you know, hey, when we and this is we we actually talked about this. You're going to sell your product in a store, right? Especially if it's like Amazon or something like that. X amount of that is coming right off the top, just to put the product in the store. You go into Amazon, you're you're losing thirty percent of that. Yeah, product. Yeah, right. So that's just gone. Yep. Right. So now it's like now you've got even less to work with than you thought, and now it's like okay, well. What if I want to get that extra subscription, or what if we want to add that building, or what if we want to add this employee? Now that's another, you know, what I mean, like, and so now all of a sudden this margin is freaking really, really, really small. If you got a bigger company, it's really important that everybody's on the page of what is in the price. Yeah, you know, because we can, because once we do that, then we can actually work on okay, what aspects of it can we lower? You know, what I mean, yep. like, can, can we lower our costs? You know, can we can we go through the subscriptions and get rid of a bunch of them? Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, I think it's important for everybody to be on the same page of what the margin is. That's how important it is. Yeah, and I agree. And I think where our where our listeners need to kind of dig into this is here's the bottom line. You can say, "Well, I made more money than I did last year." Knowing your margin is about looking at the fine fine details of it. Because a lot of people 
how often do you check your profit and loss and really review it? Most companies, maybe quarterly. That means you're going every three months without letting something just drag on for three months at best, right? And when you do look at your profit and loss, as long as you're making more money there, are you just content? Right. Oh, well, look, we did better than last. You got to dig further than that because if you're not really evaluating overall cost of expenses compared to a previous point in time or looking at what the line items are and digging into the line items and looking at, you might say, yeah, I made more money, but if my expenses hadn't gone up 25%, I, because I didn't adjust my pricing accordingly to that, I lost X amount of thousands of dollars just in not not attributing for the fact that all these expenses went up. So the right. margin the margin is smaller because you didn't pay attention to the detail. I can think there's some really, really other big things I really wanted to talk about. Um, one of them is like, let's say you sell something that's perishable or breakable and it breaks, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or it goes bad. Yep. You don't get that money back. Like that's just gone, right? You sell like something that's packaged in bottles mm-hmm. and that breaks in the shipment process yep. or it breaks while you're making it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like you have to have, you can't just be like, okay, here's how much it costs to make. Yeah. Here's how much it costs to replace all the things that are going to go wrong. Yeah. Right. That has to be part of the margin. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's where the margin matters. And I think that the other reason I think, and the more like useful way that the margin matters is by raising your prices, you're giving yourself I think like the three things we've been talking about most frequently. One is you're giving yourself some flexibility to do some something with the price. You can have a sale mm-hmm. if there's enough margin. You can have a discount because then you're still making money with every sale. Right. Or you could be like we had we had an example of someone we work with who just wanted to do something good for somebody. Yep. Knew they couldn't afford it. Knew it was like almost like a charity case. Because they knew they had so much margin, they were still making money on it. They could like, I could give it to you half off. And you can do that because you know that your margin is big enough. Right. You can give half off and you're still making money. You're not losing money on that. Yep. That's so important, you know? And I think that that flexibility is really, really, really important in terms of like driving your business. It's important in terms of what you want to put into marketing, advertising, right? That advertising costs money. Yep. Right. So if you want to do like some paid social media stuff, you can't do that unless you have enough room Absolutely. to spend that money. You want to be just losing money on those ads because then you have to make significantly more yeah. sales, right? Because you're only because you're losing money on every advertised it's, it's sale. Digging into the, it's really digging into it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, blunt force fact number one is margins matter. Dig into your your fixed and variable costs and look at them from a year ago and see how that margin has changed. And that's the starting point to motivating you to what we want you to do at the end of this video. Raise your price. Raise your damn price. Because blunt force fact number two, and the biggest reason why you should raise your price is because blunt force fact number two is your customers are suckers. The customers are going to pay you what you charge them. And they'll do whatever you say. That's the reality. Because they're lazy and they don't want to leave. They don't want to leave. Nope. They like your product or service. Yep. I think yep. not wanting to leave is a big one, actually. I, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Because yeah. there's, there's so many things I pay for, which I don't I don't have the time. It's a pain in the ass to leave Or the, the want to find something new. Yeah. So if you're telling me it's going up by, you know, whatever, 10%, I'm just going to pay it. We had this discussion in a group that I'm part of that was looking for a new location for the meeting place. And multiple people in the group. Now, this was just like, we're going to go from one place to another. In my mind, personally, I'm like, this is, a, this is a light lift. This is not 
difficult. Right. I can't tell you how many people continually mentioned what a difficult thing it is for us to move. And I'm, and I'm like, that's how people view things. Right. They had numerous complaints, but were motivated to not move because of the difficulty of a move that I'll be honest with you, I didn't think was going to be that difficult personally. I'm like, but that, that is a good testament to the reality of customers like comfort level in where they are. And frequently when working with clients, you, you touch that button about, Hey, we're going to raise prices. The fear, the fear alert goes off and they feel like all their customers are going to be so motivated. Like, you have to really upset the apple car in most cases. Might you lose a, a small percentage? Yep. So you're going to rule of thumb? But not, you might not lose any. None. None. You, you might lose zero. Yeah. yeah. And more than likely, you do lose zero. Right. And but, we talk about the elasticity, right? So this mm-hmm. is like your marketing concept, right? Yep. And then you think about you're stretching the price to see at what point does it does the elastic band break, right? And during that point, whether you're charging less or you're charging more, you're keeping all of your customers. Mm-hmm. There's some point where obviously it's going to break, right? You charge so much, you're going to lose them out. Then it's a math problem where it's like, is the amount of customers I lose going to offset the amount of more money I'm making because I've increased my prices, right? That's a math problem. But I think that for most of us, it's just, we probably could push the envelope farther than we're pushing it because we are offering something that's good. And because the customer is a sucker. Well, the reality is how listeners might be looking at us saying, look at these assholes saying that the cust- our customers are suckers. But the reality well, it's a good is... Thing we're not talking to our customers. Well, the reality is... We, <laughs> well, the reality is we, we are customers. Right, yeah, yeah. We are suckers. We're suckers. And we realize that. We're, yeah. with the reality is we recognize the fact that we consume things. And when they change or their prices go up... It is very easy to just say, oh, all right. I mean, I absorbed almost all of the pricing increases that my subscri- my subscriptions put on me in the last year. Whether that be YouTube saying, YouTube TV saying, YouTube hey, TV is ridiculous. Hey, I bought hey, it, at, yeah, I remember when we started something. it. Th- I started at 35, I think. It's 90. I'm at 90 right now because that I have like I a family. Well, I have a family, <laughs> like a, the, you know, right, the, you a family, family pack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, from 3090, and I'm still with it, right? We're, we're still doing the sharing. But re- the reality is, uh, the we got on that. They heard this and you didn't because I covered the I, wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, we got on that. Why? Because it's cheaper than cable. Yeah. I fucking ain't anymore, right? right? But I'm still there. Yeah. Right? I'm still there. I'm still using it. I'm still doing it. Why? So much work to cancel and the cable guy's got to come out. And, and you perceive you like it. I it's think gonna, I a like lot it. of it's a perception yeah, that I think you I like, like it, it, right? I so do. it's like I when I'm I first comfortable got I mean, with YouTube it. YouTube TV is a great example because when I got it, I was like, "Oh, look at what I'm doing! I've got YouTube TV, and now YouTube TV is extremely popular. Everyone's there got are it. a ton of people. Everyone's got it. it. Yeah, yeah, more exactly. people than cable, hands yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's like I still like saying like it's like it's like an iPhone. Yeah, right? it's like people will not go without that product. They can. Yeah. They they have actually. They, for a long time, did not raise their prices that much. They've only, like, there was a long time where a phone just would not cost more than $1,000. Yeah. Right? It's like, and then meanwhile, the phone can do more than your PC, which you paid, 
your or your MacBook if you're an Apple person. Right, paid for the phone can do for. about as much. You pay you paid twenty five hundred. Yeah, for a base level Mac. Yeah, and meanwhile your phone was eight hundred dollars. Yeah, and they could do the same. You know, yeah, the same like computation power. Yep. You know, so like finally they they were like, oh, we can raise this because yeah. their customers aren't going anywhere. Right. And they could probably go farther. Right. Yep. But yeah. They I mean, broke through. They broke through the thousand. Really, that was the big one. They got a. They got a, a a good strong grasp on that. And and the reality is, for you most, probably have a grasp the, yeah, on your people. You you're do. doing a decent. I, job. I would imagine yeah. if you're if you're doing the things that we're encouraging, and you're and you're you're watching this video, you're probably motivated to kind of continue to make change and grow. And if you're doing that, you're you're making headway, and you probably have a really good shareholder stake and and a yeah kind of like a comfort in their heart like they like you they're happy they're doing business with you so at the end of the day know that just like patrick and i that was a lot more comforting than the version we yeah they're suckers they're suckers they're gonna they're not gonna leave you over a natural price increase and by the way communicated effectively they'll feel bad for you that you had to do it because of your own financial heartache that we've all experienced. I'm raising my prices as a business because on the consumer end, the things I need and I'm paying for to run my business have gone up significantly. And you've all seen it as well. You've all experienced an increase in your egg prices. You've experienced an increase in gas prices. You know as well as we do that our expenses have gone up. So they're going to say... Okay, we get it because we're experiencing the same thing you are experiencing. So we're experiencing all that. We get it. And they're going to roll with it. So don't be afraid. Raise your price. Blunt force fact number two. Customers are suckers. Which brings us to blunt force fact number three, which is an interesting tie-in. And I think a lot of people don't think about pricing like this. But at the end of the day, your pricing is your marketing. And that's blunt force fact number three. You, you want to bring out your product to show us? Which one? You have one right behind us that you always bring out every time. Every time we talk about this, you bring out the same idea. Because <laughs> I'm not creative. <laughs> no, it's because you you are just you always have one, right? I think it's more of that, right? The state of Rhode Island. Oh, you're doing that. Oh, look at that. So yeah, you it's can't not see the state. that. It's not I can't see frame. that as well as this. There you go. Yeah. So. What is what does Yeti do very well? What Yeti does very well is they price themselves into a point where you f- have a perceived value of them of that's the good shit, and it's they're the Nike Airs, right? They're the good shit. You put it on, and people are like, oh, you got I, um, I my friends will come over sometimes. They'll go in the cover and they'll be like, do you uh? What's your stock level in Yeti? Because it should be pretty high because it have like everything is Yeti. Yeti. All different colors and like, you know, the coffee mug section yeah. is all different colors. And Meanwhile, freaking don't turn that thing sideways because there'll be no liquid left in it. Right, right. <laughs> you right. know, like yeah. God forbid you use your travel bottle and hold it sideways with the big tight, the tight. It's all oh, tight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't freaking yeah. put that thing sideways. There will be nothing in it. No, no, I know. Yeah, yeah I know. I, the, it's got to be some technology thing. The, it, yeah, but needless to say, there, the next bottle so. after the Yeti was less expensive and didn't leak. Right. But that doesn't mean I don't think Yeti's uh, a good brand or they don't. No, but it's a great point to the fact that it it's its own marketing for you. So it serves a second purpose. You're, if you want to be viewed as the cheapest thing in the room, then your customer is going to be view you as the cheapest thing in the room. And guess what? Not everybody wants to be associated with the cheapest thing in the room. 
Okay, that is why driving that price and slowly increasing that price gives your company a natural perceived value to the end user. They got to be better. They're more expensive. We all fall victim to that. All of us. And and if you don't, then God bless you. You're doing a great job of the natural thing that our mind tends to, the way we tend to look at things and process them and all that good stuff. I mean, it, we, we do it with vehicles. We do it with, I mean, everything across well, the board. Well, even just like, even like uh, as a small business consultant, what I'm constantly doing is introducing my small business entrepreneurship level people into uh, software and services that's low level. Just because those software and services is less expensive mm-hmm. doesn't mean it doesn't work as well as the software and service that's more expensive. Right. It's usually just priced so that it can be afforded by those people. Yeah. It could be just as good as the more expensive version. Not always, but it could be. Right. And by pricing it more expensive, what a company is telling you is where enterprise, right? Where for the big company. This yeah. is more expensive. Right. 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 Sometimes it can do more, but sometimes it can't. Yeah. It's just by pricing it, like now you're saying, okay, this is what? Yeah. This is who it's for. By pricing, that's what the marketing is, right? Yeah. By pricing, you're saying, this is who it's for. Yeah. Right. And if you price yourself too low, then you might be saying, you might have the more discerning customer, too. We talked about customers being suckers. Yeah. You price yourself too low. They're more likely to leave if you have to raise your price, right? Price yourself high enough so that they're more willing to just say, "Oh, huh, I'm paying for it." Yep. And eh, eventually, if this you're is not, how much it costs. Yeah. And if you're not there now, continual slow price increases to keep as many customers as you have, but also the new customers are coming into it with a higher perceived value because of your new price will evolve your client base to one that looks at you like. This is the best company to go with. And then you got to deliver on that. I mean, we can't forget that. We are we got to deliver on what we say. But raising your pricing is going to happen. And it needs to. Because at the end of the day, when you go through this exercise, you're going to realize that your profit margins are down from last year if you haven't raised your prices. There's One of the things no we talk about, about as well is, um, I, I probably talk about it more than you do, but I think it should be all of our goals. right? If it's one goal of our community is to make more money by working less. Yep. And the best way to make more money by working less is to increase your margin so that you can have more money for fewer costs, right? And, 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 and one thing we really didn't talk about, which we can talk about before we close, is like there are, these, there are a lot of people who are really service-based, like solopreneurs, like I do public speaking, or I am just a plumber, Yep. By myself. Yep. Right. And if you want to make more money, mm-hmm. you're going to reach that X where it's like there's only seven days of the week. Yeah, I can only work so many hours. How many, how many, how many appointments can I get to? Right. And so it's like then you're that's how you're stuck. Right. So how do you scale that business? There's a number of ways you could hire people, like or whatever. But if you just want to work for yourself and be a solo person, yep. you have to charge more. That's the only way. This is because the you can't point. invent a new calendar where there's more days. Right? <laughs> you can't be like, oh, now there's 10 days, so now I can work 10 days a week. You can't do that, right? See you on Drun Day. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, whereas like, what I'd like to do is I'd like to say, okay, hey, like, let's make more money and actually not work 10 days. Of course. Let's work yeah. three days. Yep. 
Yep. Great stuff. Three blunt force facts. Increase your prices. Be confident with it. Number one is your margins matter. Dig into your margins. Number two, your customers are suckers and they're all going to embrace your price raise. And number three, blunt force fact for the day is your pricing is your marketing. So make your pricing representative of the quality of your product or service. Or the quality that you want people to think it is. Exactly. Perceived value. I'm Brian LaFauci. Patrick Marino. Until next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the channel, leave us a review, leave us a comment. And if you don't like what you heard, I know who does, your mom. So tell her we said hi.